Yellow! What is going on, everybody? I am Dark Razard, and welcome to another episode of Let's Do a Podcast. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Anthony and Ryan. What's going on, everybody? Thank you, the disembodied voice of Dark Razard. Oh, my Lanta. Yeah. What a What a stud. Oh. Wow. That was a lot. There's louder. a lot going on right yeah. now. Yeah, I figured I'd, I'd draw it out a little bit more, the, the sound, you know? <laughs> but that was a lot louder. Anyways. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Let's Do a Podcast, as usual. Yes, I am Ryan. And I am Anthony. And, uh, oh, buddy. Yeah. Oh, uh, buddy. Yeah, before we get into any of that, what is it we do in this podcast, Ryan? We have to get drunk before we talk about movies like this. <laughs> yeah. So we like to talk about uh, good beer, bad movies, and hopefully put out a good podcast in doing so. so. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll Could, find Coincidentally. That out. You let us know if you think it was a good podcast. Yeah. We I usually say that more smoothly, but I think I hit the points. So. Yeah, you know, there we go. Anyway, so today we're drinking from our buddies over at Three Nations Brewing, Devour. It's a white chocolate macadamia nut imperial golden stout. Yeah, this is. I've not had a lot of golden stouts, so I'm pretty excited to try this. So I'm very like this one. This beer like means actually a lot to me because with strikeout beer. Still cold. Oh, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, the strikeout beer, we did a live show there. And after we left, they gave us so much beer. Like, they gave each one of us, like, a whole, uh, like, crate uh, box things worth. So I was just like, I need I need people to take all this beer. <laughs> when are we going to do our episode of Three Nations? Right? I mean, eventually we need to start actually, like, going out to breweries like yeah. we originally wanted to. But- all right, yeah. So here's here's your sound effect for this beer here, just so you know what it sounds like. That's, that's the good bang. stuff right there. Yeah, exactly. I forgot I preset those like forever ago. I'm like, oh yeah, I need to use these. That's right. Roll that beautiful bean footage there. There we go. <laughs> For those of you listening, we are pouring beer into our glasses. I was just about to say that. I was like, like we got really quiet. Yeah, this is really, really good for the video medium. Not so great for the audio medium. Yeah, yeah so, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. Man, I just feel thrown off. We're doing this on a Tuesday. Like, yeah, This is weird. Yeah, we're legit are recording this and posting it the same day. We're not used to this. Like, it's like, I'm like, it's like I had to work all day today, and now I'm like, I'm having fun doing this, but like they zapped all my energy away. Yeah, that's always what's hard, especially doing just things in general on the during the week. You're just tired after. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we're we're drinking that. We just poured it. That's why it was so awkwardly quiet. And um now we're staring at the beer and not drinking it. Yeah. So Ryan, <laughs> do you have the deets on this beer? Because I forgot to pull it up. Um no, but I can read the back of the can unless. Yeah, and uh, let me see if I can do some quick Google foo. That's right. Uh, so it says on the back of the can, our golden stout combines the rich, buttery flavor of macadamia nuts with the velvety, substant, subtle sweetness of white chocolate. It finishes with notes of coffee, vanilla, resulting of coffee and vanilla. Vanilla? Words are hard. Uh, resulting in, in indulgence in a can. Contains lactose. So this is part of a series of theirs. I'm fine. I'm, yes. I'm I'm remembering now. I think I've had their uh, 
they had a Mexican chocolate one. I think I think they've mm-hmm. done another one recently, but they've done that previously that I've had. I think either we've done one of those uh, on the podcast or I've had one of them. I think I think if we if we did do that, it was during uh, 2020. And uh, that yeah. that year is just a do over. So For real. <laughs> nothing yeah. counts. We've blocked all that out. But yeah, they this is definitely a part of a series that they do. Uh, this is the first time they've done this one, though. Or at least that's what they were saying. But uh, we actually had this before it was released out to the public. So, oh, really? Yeah. I'm slowly going through their stuff here. So they say the same thing you said. Mm-hmm. So the copy is the same. But uh, did you say the ABV, IBUs, and all that stuff? No, I did not. Okay, so ABV is 8.3%. Mm. And uh, IBUs are 25. Uh, so not overly bitter um is what it says and so i will test this for myself here so i'm just going to take a quick sip yeah uh whenever they gave this to us i drank this way too fast oh yeah it's, it looks deceptively uh <laughs> deceptively light when it's a stout <laughs> yeah well, so, you think stout stout but whenever you see the color you're like that's a stout but it so is definitely- i'm pretty sure this will be what we drank last time uh this is this this smells not like pickle beer, so I'm pretty good. <laughs> oh, that's right. We did the yeah. pickle beer last time. So, uh, Ryan, while I sip on this, what do we got going on in the uh, next couple of days here? So, beer news. Uh, so, tomorrow, of course, is May 4th. May the 4th. May the 4th be with, with you. Oh, and with you. And it and, seems and, like... And with your spirit. <laughs> <laughs> and I've, it seems like almost every brewery is doing something for it. Because we got May 4th, then we got May 5th, which is Cinco de Mayo. So... Oh, so I was like more like revenge of this revenge of the fifth. Right. I mean, like just keep them with the, just keep it going. Um, so false idol, celestial roaring sons and three nations all have, um, may 4th, uh, specials and stuff like that. So if you're, if you're wanting to go out tomorrow, check those places out. Yeah, I saw false. Um, I saw false, false idol. Like uh, a lot of these didn't seem like they were specifically like Star Wars related. Some of them actually now I'm seeing them for the second time. Seem like they do, but I saw false idol. It looked like they had some specific Star Wars stuff going on. Yeah, so it says May fourth be with you. A flight special with child, the child salted lime goose, uh, CC three six three Berlin. With I already struggled. Oh, with the Berliner Vice. There yeah. we go. Uh, black currant, banana, caramel, and granola. The order sixty six red sangria. There it is. Yeah, there's a Star Wars reference. There we go. It's like so, I knew I saw something. Yeah, I was like, I have to go down this list. The execute order sixty six. Now, one year for May fourth, we went and got a Star Wars beer. Yeah, and I don't like to talk bad about beers, but uh, it's the one beer that we both agreed was not good so there was uh so uh i'm not gonna call out this particular brewery uh because i don't want to badmouth them because they have a lot of good stuff uh but they did it uh they did a uh a beer that was named after a certain uh droid in star wars movie not not a lot of people's favorite but it was one of the droids uh one of the main droids uh and it was a it was more of a pale like uh ale Mm -hmm. yeah uh and you know it's just not my bag uh, that's just not my beer. Uh, so it, maybe it was just that, but I mean, we did, but we did, we did get to try, uh, before it was released, they did have a Mexican lager released, uh, that we got to try the day before it was released and it was pretty good too. So yes, that was very and that, good. That, that one is still on the market. So, but I'm not going to say what brewery it is because I don't <laughs> want to bang out the brewery. So, yeah. 
<clears throat> and then May 4th, Cinco de Mayo. Again, so many places doing something. Like, uh, we got Steam Theory, Celestial, Hoppin' Sting, Lakewood, Ashton Amber, Three Nations, Oak Highland, Four Corners, Cowtown, and Tops. All doing things for Cinco de Mayo. Uh, Cowtown, I can go for, I can go for another turkey sandwich. Right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I had one, I had one on Sunday and I'm, I want one again. It's like Cowtown's like my place to go. It's like right down the street for me. Nice. Man, I need to scroll down. We got Bearded Lady, Duncanville Main Street, Main Station, uh, and Drunken Donkey, which those aren't really breweries, but those are, uh, pub pubs. Those are all places doing stuff for Cinco de Mayo. Um, like there's more stuff. This is just two days. This is just the next yeah. two days. That's even before the weekend starts. Uh, but I mean, there's so much this month. It is absolutely insane. Yeah. So if you want to see the May... rest of this stuff, I recommend going to beerandbigd.com. Give that guy some traffic. He goes out there and does the tough work getting all this information together. He kills it out there. The last thing I want to highlight is well. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, I'll just do this one last is the seven year anniversary. Nope. Yeah. Seventh anniversary of Tops is Saturday, uh, May 7th. Did they already break ground on their, their on their new uh, place? I don't know if they broke ground or if they just have everything approved. I, I just back. saw the uh, I just saw the I'm sorry, I like their place. I, was, I like the place they currently have. But uh, I saw the uh, concepts for their new uh, for their new digs. And it's like that is. That is going to be really nice. Yeah, them in um, 903, their places look like they're going to be so good. Yeah, the only thing I could really go for with Tups is if they could have something with air conditioning. So in the middle of the summer, I'm not going to, like, die. That'd they be are, great. though, right? Huh? Aren't they? No, it's like in the, well, at least last time I went, it was like in that big warehouse that they uh, have all their stuff in uh, with all the big spools. Uh, yeah, but their new, the place, their new place is going to have... I, I couldn't remember if the okay. new place was going to have air conditioning. Or I'm pretty not. sure it is. It's like uh, it's like I love. It's like I love the vibe of their current place. I love it. But sometimes in the middle of summer, it's like and it's like 96 degrees outside. It's like I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if I remember right that their new place is going to have AC, which is it's a must. It's a necessary. This is this is Texas, especially for the employees that work there. Like that's going to suck, so right? Bad. But anyway, so yeah, go to Beer and Big D. Uh, of course, I always post the website and all the show notes for you guys. Um, He's out there doing the Lord's work. Somebody has to. Yeah. What else? I mean, do we just want to jump into this movie? So I will say, uh, so one of the events that we did talk about this past, uh, uh, that was going to come up this past weekend uh, was Hops and Props. Right, uh, right So right. Uh, this is, uh, this is, I think, the... I don't remember if they did it for 2020 or 2021. Uh, so, but they've done this previously, uh, and so I believe it is an annual event. Uh, but I will say, uh, I didn't go in expecting like a lot because mm-hmm. the, the Fort Worth Aviation Museum, where they held this, is not a large place. It's it's not. I mean, the aviation they got some great aircraft there. If you're in airplanes, which I am, uh, they got some great like it's kind of like a boneyard sitting out there. A lot of older aircraft. Uh, a lot of great history out there, uh, but I expected to go there. Very, I expected to be a very small venue, just a few brewers out there, uh, a few food carts, and uh, and that's it. But man, they had like, uh, they had Martin House out there. They had Petticolis. They had Community. They had Hop and Sting. They there was like some thirty different uh, breweries represented out there. 
it was crazy. I uh, they they pulled out all the stops. Uh, they were having votes for who was the best uh, best beer there. I didn't get to see what the results were for that. I'm gonna have to check on that because I'm really curious who yeah. won. Yeah. Um, but uh, that that was a great event. If you get a chance to do that next year, uh, number one, this is a fundraiser for them to help restore uh, aircraft uh, and uh, and uh, educate people, uh, educate kids on like aviation history and aviation in general. And uh, since I since I work in that industry, that's pretty important to me. Uh, but it's uh, they work on restoring the aircraft, restoring a lot of old stuff, t- t- like taking taking stuff that's been mothballed forever, and just kind of like bringing it so people can see it, uh, see what's been out there. Uh, but uh, they they raise this money so they can uh, do a lot of that great work. And uh, yeah, it's a great event. You get you get a lot of beer for it. And uh, this is the craziest thing. A lot of places when you go, you get like drink tickets you get like five drink tickets right, uh pay right. 20 bucks get five drinks there were no limits dudes that's wild you could drink as much as you want uh he, there was uh one of the other people that uh came uh he uh, when he found when he found that out he's like he's like it's like i need you to can, can you find my way for me it's like and so i got her and he's like he's like hey just so you know there's no limits so you're driving <laughs> yeah that's that, that's so crazy that they can do that like yeah most places like you 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 can't yeah a lot of that. yeah a lot of, like with the tabc tabc yeah yeah uh th- th- there's like a lot of limits but hey maybe it's because they're a nonprofit i don't know maybe but uh, that's but it is funny like this weekend turned into a brewery for like i went to a lot of like a brewery every day this weekend so i went friday saturday and sunday nice uh didn't really expect it to turn a weekend doing that but uh friday we hit up Oh no. Oh no, I'm blanking. Oh no. I know you did on Sunday. Um they do hops against humanity. Oh, Just that's a uh, steam theory. Steam theory, that's yeah. right. We have steam theory. Uh nice. Then Saturday we went to four corners. And it's then, been a while since it's been the four corners. Well, we had an event that we were going to and it just happened to be over there. Yeah. And then yeah, Sunday was Cowtown. So it was it was a day full or a weekend full of drinking. So yeah. last time I went to Four Corners, I went with you. Yeah, yeah. That was the <laughs> that was like, I think went. it was like 2019. Yeah, That's the, how long ago that was. We were thinking about that too. I was like, when was the last time? I was like, I think it's the last time we went with Anthony and uh Monique. And then and we we're like, I guess so. Hot, that was forever ago. Damn, that was like man, that was like what 19, 20, 20, is that three years ago? Yeah. Holy hell. But um yeah, I mean, so it was fun, but after we ha- I have these beers, I'm not drinking till maybe this weekend. Like mm-hmm. just a weekend full of it. It's too much on the body. <laughs> it's like uh, yeah, it's t- it takes a toll. It's like as we as we age up, it's just like uh, the body. It's like yep. the the mind is willing, but the flesh is weak. Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, actually, something random that just popped in my head. Also, tomorrow for May fourth on Strikeout Beer, we'll be doing um Star Wars trivia. Star Wars trivia, yeah. nice. All right, I get so to you're... I get to host it, so it's gonna be really bad. All right, <laughs> like we all know, anytime I have to do the trivia stuff, it's really bad. It always falls apart. It's terrible, but we have fun. Oh, you watch Clone Wars, right? You know what you're doing. <laughs> That's right. That's like the majority of the hours of like Star Wars stuff. So yeah, I watched all the new stuff, so I'm good, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's like uh, just just uh, have all the questions about the sequels. Yeah, yeah they'll make everybody happy. Yeah, everybody loves the sequels, right? Yeah, everybody. Yeah, if you can just particularly focus focus on Rise of Skywalker, and everybody will love it. Yes, they'll be so happy with yeah. me. 
So, anyways, there we go. There's that. Let's let's uh, let's do this. Yeah, let's let's let's, let's do the podcast. Let's, let's do what this. All right. Podcast so we had the good about. beer portion of our podcast. Now let's talk about the bad movie. Oh, buddy, and let and me tell this you, is this a, is the bad movie. Like this is on there of the list of bad movies. This is, yeah, when we talk like, talk about, we're gonna talk about, uh, we're gonna make a good podcast about great beer and bad movies. This is the bad movie we were talking about. So watching the trailer for this, you knew it was going to be a bad campy movie. I never saw the trailer. Was there a trailer? You had you, you can't look at it on Tubi or anywhere else. I just searched on YouTube and I think maybe somebody made the trailer. But still, it was really bad. But I was like, OK, this looks bad. We'll try it. So we decided to watch War of the Worlds. Um, Annihilation. Yeah. A, you uh, a Tubi original. Or exclusive or whatever. So you know it's going to be good. Yeah, it's got to be good. Um, <laughs> we got this one for Christmas last year, too. This came out on December 24th of last year. Yeah. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry- you get World of, uh, of War of the Worlds Annihilation as your present from Tubi. Here yeah. you go. It's free. Happy, terrible Christmas. Yeah. I Fe- mean. Featuring, uh, I think the only name brand actor you get in there is Billy Baldwin. Yes, but to say we Which, got. If you were wondering, if you were wondering to, to yourself, uh, since all that stuff with Alan Baldwin is going on, is Billy Baldwin able to pick up the slack for the Baldwins? The answer is a resounding no. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Not, he, there's no chance for the Baldwins. Um, I. He's like still, he's still like the least, the one that people like, like the least. Yeah. So before you do the breakdown, like, I don't know, you see it, you look at it, you watch the bad trailer and you think this is right on level with us. Like this is, this is going to be like a good, bad movie. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like, we deserve this, (laughs) but I don't know if we deserved this. (laughs) So, so, yeah. So it must be said before we really get too deep into this. This is, uh, so as you watch the credits, the first thing you see is this is an Asylum movie, which uh, Asylum, if you're familiar, uh, they are the, and I, if I had known this going into this, I would have recommended a different movie because you see, you see the word Asylum, you know what you're getting. Mm. Uh, They're the guys who made uh, Shark versus Tornado, well, Sharknado. And all uh, they they did do Lavalantula as well, which I did enjoy Lavalantula. That was uh, I don't remember what I said about it at the time, but I have fond memories of Lavalantula. <laughs> Particularly when I watched this movie, I was like, I'd rather be watching Lavalantula right now. I'd almost watch any <laughs> other movie. But uh, this movie uh, is Asylum. Uh, the, the trick with Asylum movies is if it takes itself seriously, it's not going to be great. If it like understands that it's campy and a joke, then it's going to be okay. Because it makes fun of itself along the way. Yeah. This This did not understand that it was campy and a joke. <sighs> no. It, it took itself. It wanted to be like Independence Day and Tom Cruise's War of the Worlds and a few other movies, and it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't even close. It, it was. Uh, I don't even know how else to explain this movie. I mean, do you even have like a quick little breakdown that you want to get? Yeah, so I grabbed okay. a quick one Great. from IMDb, and this <laughs> this this little breakdown kind of gives away like one of the twists like immediately. Mm. Uh, so humans from another galaxy. Oh, There's the twist. Okay. <laughs> Invade our Earth, uh, uh, finding perfect atmosphere and vegetation for them to survive. In the wake of the punishing alien invasion, the only hope a mother and her son have for survival lies in the discovery of an unthinkable truth. Do you know what that unthinkable truth is? I read that. I'm like, I don't know what the unthinkable truth is. I don't know either. Tubi, this is something Tubi wrote. 
This is this is a synopsis by Tubi. It's not by somebody on IMDb, not by somebody on Wikipedia. Tubi wrote this. I don't know what the unthinkable truth is. Maybe I'm. Uh, we both watched this movie. Yeah. I, I figured one of us would catch it. If that that seems like a major theme. I watched it like this morning, and I I I don't I can't think of what they would be talking about. Yeah. It's like is the unthinkable <laughs> truth that they are. Uh, <laughs> that they are humans from the Orion arm of the solar system. Maybe. Did you catch that one? There is a lot of things very <laughs> off about this that would happen. <laughs> like the guy that can't walk by himself, but then as soon as they get outside, he runs away. Oh, I did see. I do remember that. Um, They're helping this. Like, I had to watch that one twice because I just, I wasn't, I'm, again, I, this this movie slid off my mind like uh like jello on a wall it was yeah <laughs> and but uh, as i was watching it i was forgetting it happened to me uh as i think i think i entered some sort of a fugue state while i was watching this uh, so i only passively collected information but i think uh i remember this happened this part happening where uh uh what was the guy's the character the, the character's name we only saw like a few scenes of him i really uh, was I it something know. like Tarek or something like that palin no Lucas, uh, no. ta- uh, Talon. There's a Patlin, P-A-T-L-I-N. Patlin, yes, Patlin. Patlin. So it was Patlin, uh, and uh, a, a lady who we had seen for one scene previously. Uh, they were helping a gentleman out of the out of the hospital. They were evacuating because the aliens were uh, attacking the hospital. Yeah, and the guy just sprints away, and then she just kind of like, kind of slowly saunters, yeah, like, like kind of jogs away, and then she gets blown up. And he's like, it's like the most devastating thing he's ever seen. Yeah, he's known her for like two minutes. Yeah, he's like known her for just like a few minutes. And he's like, no. It's still like, like, why do I care? And the worst part is like, it's both of them helping one guy like upstairs. So they they have to like almost lift this guy that's like, I can't move. As soon as they get outside, he bolts out running. You're like, you bitch. (laughs) Like, you could have run this whole time. Doesn't that guy get exploded anyways? Yeah, he dies almost immediately. Um, it you can't cannot run laser beams, dude. I, I'm trying very hard to think about like what even to really talk about with this movie, just because like a lot of nothing happens. <laughs> so like like uh like most asylum movies, yeah. Like uh, so, especially reading that description, is like there's nothing else. I can add to this so, because that's exactly what it was. So I will just to give the quick rundown of it. So, cause this is really the description I just gave didn't really describe anything. So what it comes down to is uh, we have, uh, what was her name? Uh, her name starts with Winninger or something like that. Uh, they, uh, her name and the IMDB is Ashlaya, but they never refer to her as that. They have, she's got like a last name, like uh, Aria Thompson, Wember, Wemberly. Yeah. Uh, or something like that. Uh, and, uh, the uh she works for the department of defense they have hotel tags that have their names on them yeah but the name the names on their tags don't match what they're actually called oh really uh, yeah i noticed that i didn't notice that um so i thought but they were in like these gold tags that are definitely not department of defense tags uh they uh, they have a uh, general scholar if you wanted to know like if this guy was a good guy or a bad guy scholar kind of gives that away definitely yeah. does like a bad guy name number one uh the uh it's like they could have called him like general skeletor and it would have been a little more obvious <laughs> uh that is uh v1 the only billy baldwin beard uh he, he looked like he came off like a 10-day bender uh Dude. and just rolled in there 
that whenever you first see him, you think, oh, did they like pull him out of bed? Is it late at night or something? Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, he looks like he just rolled out of bed and showed up. Yeah, he's like, uh, the hair is not even done. He needs a, he seriously needs, a, like, the, the beard's not even well kept. Uh, like, so, like, a lot of people are complaining about, like, the accuracy, the military accuracy. It's like, I can forgive that. This is a low, uh, this, this is like, the, Hollywood's not known for having a ton of people who are familiar with the military. I understand that. Uh, but one thing that people in the military are not known for having is beards yeah, uh, or really long hair. And uh, definitely generals de- definitely followed those rules. And so you got a guy, you got him walking in there with like a full on beard and like unkempt hair. And this is supposed to be like just any other working day where the, where the aliens attack. And it's just like, okay. And he's like a full on dick, like throughout the movie, like from the get go. Yeah. It, it- I mean, my favorite part with him is the ending, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. That was, was like, oh, oh, sequel? Question mark. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. So the budget for this movie was twenty-two million. Man, what could we use it on? We could have put that towards like World Hunger, dude. I mean, <laughs> how much did this Baldwin cost them out of that? Oh, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure. Like that was. I, I'm sure he was at least 25% of the budget was his was his money. <laughs> it must be because it's like, I don't know what else you spent this on. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, like, I don't I, know. I'm really curious. what uh, listen, We got to go on Cameo and see how much a William Baldwin Cameo costs. Oh. And we can like, we can rate it from there. <laughs> right. I mean, uh, all right. So, uh, but, but the aliens attack, uh, I think. So the, one of the notes, uh, I don't have my notepad with me. I brought that actually the wrong notepad. Nice. Uh, but one of the things I really noted was, okay, this is War of the Worlds. So I'm, mm-hmm. I immediately think H.G. Wells, War of the Worlds, Tom right. Cruise, all that stuff. Right. And I was like, this is actually pretty accurate. They initially attack with, like, smoke. like, And it yeah. kills, like, these two teenagers. They're out on Makeout Hill. They park the car, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and they're killed with, like, this smoke. It turns out it's, like, carbon monoxide. And I was like, I read, uh, I read War of the Worlds, the novel, back when I was, like, in, like, high school uh, for, for school. Uh, but they didn't like uh, the 1950s uh, War of the Worlds, the 2000s War of the Worlds. They used like heat heat rays and all this stuff, and like lasers and to blow stuff up. But uh, in the book, they used like smoke uh, to kill to kill everybody when they were attacking London. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is this going to be like somewhat accurate to the source material? They're using like carbon dioxide to just gas people out. Because supposed to be uh, War of the Worlds was originally supposed to be somewhat of a commentary on like modern warfare. Mm-hmm. No, it's just incidental. <laughs> this is like, oh, this is just the gas that's coming off these meteors that they uh, they think I'm going to attack in. Uh, the, the, any similarities between this and the H.G. Wells novel are just purely accidental because uh, it's just a mismatch, mishmash of every alien attack movie trope ever. Truly. And like, well, also what's confusing is the smoke hid these giant ass uh like these big old robots mechs. yeah yeah but the the it didn't make sense because you're like what was killing them before that and the smoke i thought it was just the smoke was killing them that's what i thought it was well because they had on their gas masks and then all of a sudden yeah, they had they were on with their n95 masks which yeah do not filter out carbon monoxide <laughs> yeah it did in this movie yeah but then all of a sudden like there's a bunch of noise and then almost all of them die but you're just like and then once the smoke clears, you see this giant slow robot. I'm like, this doesn't make sense of how they all died. 
Yeah, they 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 got those from uh, mo- computer models are uh, CGI are us. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, those CGI people were great in this movie. Yeah, they just kind of copy pasted that everywhere. Yeah. I think they like paid for rendering of like one one or two of those guys, and they just like kind of like just change direction. They just change orientation. You had one walking upside down at one point, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, they had two people just run, and then they just copied that, and like times a thousand, and just had a bunch of really yeah. bad people. Like yeah, yeah, just like green screen a bunch of people running around. So, um, but really, what it ends up coming down to is uh, the uh, we have our main character played by Ari Thompson and her son. Uh, who is played by uh, Kennedy Porter, uh, Lucas, or uh, what was his full name? It, it, was, it, it wasn't Lucas, it was Luca. Uh, uh, and his name was like oh, Lu- yeah. Luca. Uh, it was like Luca. Yeah, it just has it on here as Lucas. So I don't yeah, know. It, which that is not correct. It was like Luca Tata. Or, I, I'm saying, I, I'm sure that's like 100% wrong what I'm saying. It was, uh, it was a very interesting name, though, that I, I thought they were using. Yeah, um, it, it was interesting. I thought that too. I was like, that's weird that they chose to do that. Like, um, oh, one thing I did skip skip that I, I did notice is like, so in the beginning of the movie, it shows the meteorites coming towards Earth, mm. and uh, I did have a uh, there's a comment on IMDb about uh, the speed at which those meteorites are heading towards Earth. They whiz past the moon, and the speed at which they're going is faster than the speed of light, faster than the speed of light. And so, if they actually impacted the Earth with the speed they were going, it would have just destroyed the entirety of North America. Yeah, just from the get go. Yeah, I kind of thought that, I mean, honestly, too, whenever you see how they're traveling versus how it hits. But at the same time, once they crash, they're not really meteors. Because they're the robots. So, but that's that's the thing. That's that that's the interesting because that's like accurate to the novel. It's uh, when the uh, in War of the Worlds novel, they land on earth like like a, a like an asteroid or a meteor landing and they just kind of impact the earth and they uh come out of the meteor in their little robot uh tripods oh. uh so that I was, that's why i was like oh are they going to be accurate to the novel actually like to the 1800s novel yeah no they just they huh. just use that as like a jumping off point it's like okay. yeah somebody somebody probably like just read it in high school like i did and they're like i remember this happening yeah i was confused by that i was just like it's a meteor, but somehow there's robots inside. Like, yeah, they, they use, uh, really these these tiny meteors hold giant robots. Huh. Uh, apparently, they have like a TARDIS technology. It's bigger on the inside. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was definitely this. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, 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 a bunch of stuff happens. Uh, eventually, we have the mother and son. They end up in the RV of uh, Mister T. What's his What's his name? Tiago. Who I was so sure that. This is one of the things. Okay, so this is the thing I liked about them. Uh, so I'm going to do my thing I liked. Okay, yeah. We'll, so we'll, yeah, so let's, let's cue that now. So thing I liked. This movie did subvert my expectations a little bit. I was so sure Tiago was going to be a bad guy. Oh, yeah. He was so characterized because, like, it was very much very similar. If you're familiar with uh, War, uh, uh, Walking Dead, mm-hmm. uh, it's very similar to that where they go to the prison. Uh, it's uh, yeah. I think they did that in season three of The Walking Dead. Uh, and like the person who brings in the prison always ends up being like a bad guy. Yeah, always. Uh, and there's always bad guys in the prison. It's so always like Tiago. Uh, they meet him in the RV. He's in there. He's pointing the gun at them because he's like, of course, you see somebody sneak into your RV. You're going to like and you have a gun. You're like, all right, who the hell are you? What are you doing in my RV? Yeah. Um, but I was so certain that he was actually going to turn out to be like a guy that was a prisoner 
and he escaped and he was out there on like a supply run for the people. No, he was he's he was like he was 100 percent on the on the level. He was like a sheriff I mean, or a guy who wanted to be a sheriff. He was a prison guard like and he turned it out. He turned out to be like a good guy who ended up like saving uh, saving Luca. Uh, but like I was like the thing I like about this movie is I thought I was going to do one thing and it went in and like was like, nope. I thought I was going to like go like, you know, movie goes like in a straight line and it just like kind of like veers to the left. Right. Like, hey, here's your twist. It didn't twist, at least not in that respect. Yeah. It, he they made him too aggressive the whole time. Yeah. Like like a bad guy would be. And like, I mean, I think it was good for a good while till you figure out who he was. But then he just kept it where he was so aggressive, and you're like, "Calm down." We're it's on like your same team, your aggro, your aggro, like a uh, prison guard type, yeah, character there. Which I, 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 over time, I did grow to like that character. He seemed like a pretty cool guy over time because he actually did care about Luca. Yeah, uh, yeah, he ended up like becoming protective of him. He ended up like, <laughs> I really didn't really understand his relationship between uh, the mom and and uh, tiago yeah yeah uh that was kind of like an awkward relationship there particularly since her husband had just like literally died like 24 hours prior yeah um, but uh i did like the guy who uh, i i did like the actor who played tiago or t as he likes to be called uh and he was one of the people who like was like talking shit to uh general scholar uh he was, he was basically telling him like what an asshole he was He's like, he's like, hey, I'm a monster killing fr- freaking machine. He's like, and you can save your speeches. I don't need that shit. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say for my favorite thing about this movie, honestly, it's probably the robots. The robots were pretty cool looking. They spent so they really slacked off on the CGI in so many areas. That's probably a good 50% of the budget, too. Yeah, but those <laughs> robots, they looked really good. I was really impressed by how they looked. You know, they don't make sense. No, they don't. They don't make sense at all, but they looked good. You know what I really liked is the uh, the convenience store uh, hoodlum with the baseball bat. Ugh. And, and where he like, and so he like goes after uh, goes after the brother. Uh, and then we next see him with T and the mom and the son, and he's like giving this like speech about how we uh, humans deserve to be taken out, and, <laughs> and the fucking robot it's like spears him with the arm, yeah, and like is like flinging him around. <laughs> I was like, but I was like, I was like, oh, this is like doing like a dramatic monologue thing. He he was not a good bad person. Like he no, didn't he play wasn't. that role. It was very, like he came across as very sympathetic. It's like they try to would get me to play a bad guy. It just yeah. wouldn't work. Like I'd be too like nice of a bad guy. He's like, he's like, cause like I, I even, even I could not, I did not get any conviction. And when he was like, going to like beat his, uh, beat that guy over the, uh, over like what his bag, his yeah, his bag, his bag. Yeah. it's like, it's like, he just was doing it because like he needed, he's like, he just like needed something. He was like, he didn't know what I was supposed to do. So everything's crazy. So I'm just going to try to be crazy too. Yeah. But he wasn't like sold on it. Yeah, it, it, he was a weird character. Um, but yeah, so I would say that really just of like I liked how the robots looked, even though they didn't make sense. Yeah, not in the context of everything. Yeah. yeah so, but what did make sense in this, Ryan? N- uh, nothing. Nothing made sense in this freaking movie, <laughs> and that's what I disliked. Is just it's almost like. They hired a Baldwin and think 
let's throw him in a movie. What should we do? And then they got a bunch of high school kids together to write and produce this movie. It's very all over the place. Nothing really makes sense. And I just, I don't know. Nothing really felt like it was supposed to go together. Yeah. It's like, uh, did they read the script as they were going? Yeah. Or, they just, or was it just like fully on an improv movie? <laughs> yeah. They're like, all right. In this scene, here's the guideline, but you know what? Just do what you want and uh, we'll make it work. Yeah. Like some of the scenes turned out okay, but mostly nah, not great. Uh, like I'm not. It's kind of hard to explain exactly how it felt, but just really, I, I feel like that's the best way of like. It seems like they, whoever the producer people were, they just wrote just nonsense, and we're like, "Well, we have a Baldwin. It'll be good. We'll make <laughs> like, money off of it." Blah. So it's like this is on the page now. Yeah. Like and we, somehow got twenty two million to do it. So, oh my God, who invests in this stuff? I don't know. It's like they, you know. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. So, Asylum sold this movie to Tubi. Tubi probably paid at least to cover the cost of the movie being made. Yeah, probably. So, Asylum probably made their money back, maybe with like some profit. Yeah, probably. Yeah, maybe maybe like a few million dollars profit on that. So, because because you know that these move these companies are not selling these movies to like these streamers. Uh, these streaming uh outfits, like if you're selling your movie to like Netflix or to uh Tubi or Hulu or whomever, you're and and they're like the sole release outlet there. You know you're like at least trying to recoup the cost of actually like making the dang movie. Yeah. So Asylum's just like, all right, cool, more money in the pocket. We'll just do it again. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Can't wait for number two. Yeah, we'll come up with we'll oh. Uh, or the world's annihilation part two. Uh, what did you dislike the most, Anthony? What did I? What did I not dislike the most about this movie? Uh, so the one thing I did not like about this movie uh, at the very uh, towards the very end, not at, at the very end, because they did have a little stinger at the end that I'm sure you'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, but they did come up with the moral quandary at the very end. Uh, so we end up getting uh, Gwen, who ends up okay. Gwen, who is one of the aliens, uh, this is how this is how you can tell they didn't spend too much money on the budget because like the aliens were just people, yeah, we're just humans, uh, and they weren't even that creative because the aliens come from a planet called Earth, yeah. <laughs> in the Orion arm of the solar system, not the galaxy, in the Orion arm of the solar system. So like, the solar system is just like Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, yeah. <laughs> Jupiter, Saturn, and Neptune. And then if you count Pluto, Pluto. That's the solar system. Uh, I'm sure they meant the Orion arm of the galaxy, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I actually Googled this because I wasn't sure. The Orion arm of the galaxy, guess what's in that? What? The solar system. Yeah. We are in that. <laughs> so it's, it's, it was like, it's like they're from the planet Earth in the Orion arm of like the galaxy. Even if they say that, it's like, well, that's still the same damn planet. Yeah, it's like, did you? Were you confused about where you're attacking? This is the same dang planet you're attacking that you live on. Did you like leave and then come back and attack? And it's just like the same place. 
it's like even at the end, which in the scene that you're gonna that you 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 were saying that you're gonna you like, it looks like the same planet. I think as I think it was like in Africa or something. They're blowing stuff up. It's like be a little creative about where your aliens come from. Yeah, uh, it's like uh, like when we uh, when we talked about uh, what was the movie that had Michael Pena where the aliens were attacking and they were humans. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, I can't remember what it's called now. It was that Netflix? It was like a Netflix original. Yeah. Uh, but they were like on Mars at least, you know? Yeah, they were at least not from here. Yeah. It's like it turns out they were robots and that, but like yada yada yada, they're not from Earth. They're from Mars. They come from somewhere else. Be a, like, come up with a name for your for your guys' planet anywhere. Arcturus Five or something like that. Some yeah. kind of space name. Don't call your planet Earth and say your planet is in a solar system that is the same solar system as our system in the same area of the same galaxy. That is, there's lazy writing, and then there's, like, lazy writing, and that was, like, lazy writing. Yeah, it was. it is terrible. But but, yeah, so that, that, that This scene, is not designed to be thought about either, so maybe I'm just not doing what they're intending me to do. Yeah, but, I mean, even though I'm, I don't necessarily think a lot while I watch a movie, even I was just like, that's stupid. But um, yeah. So the this end scene that we're talking about, Mister Bolton here steals their ship, <laughs> flies yeah. back. How did he get that flying? By the way, yeah, I don't know how he got there. Because like last time we see him before this, he's like sneaking away. Yeah, and somehow he gets on a ship that's already in the air. Still, that doesn't make sense. Um, but anyway, somehow he ends up on the ship, but that nobody else is apparently on this ship. He flies it back to solo. whatever Earth they come from. Yeah. E Earth. <laughs> yeah. And then starts destroying Earth. Which uh, those all those people already look like they're in like a pretty sorry state. It's yeah. like they are all having to wear like oxygen. They seem like they're having a hard time. That was like the most convincing acting I saw in that movie. Yeah. They because they were like very well portraying the fact that their Earth was like poisoned they couldn't breathe yeah uh and like because like the lady was giving the lines about like their ship coming back and she's like <gasps> like as she talked and she was like having, having to take these like raspy breaths i was like that i'm convinced why can't we have I a mean, movie about what's going on in this place she didn't have to be in most of the movie anyway so she's like well i better act my heart out yeah they so. just hired a lady had asthma she had a, yeah. she just had a happen to have an asthma attack that's right they were waiting for the right day to <laughs> shoot her scene <laughs> so uh, all right but he just like starts blowing the shit out of that planet <sighs> because uh because he's angry because he didn't get to blow up the refugees yeah yeah makes sense uh, seems like a billy baldwin thing to do a classic <laughs> all right so uh i mean I, I don't i don't really feel like we have to say but cheers our party foul you know it's a party foul don't do it you probably can't read this but it says uh W-O-W-A for Best Picture. World of War uh World of Warcraft. World War of the Worlds uh Annihilation for Best Picture. So but I don't believe that at all. So, <laughs> I was wondering what a, that was. Bullshit. Um, so uh no, party foul of the highest order. Asylum. Mm -hmm. I know you guys are known for making bad movies, bad movies, but shame on you guys. That's really bad. You really pulled the wool over Tubi's eyes. They, they, they don't know any better, guys. You shouldn't take advantage. Or keep doing it. 
we'll keep watching if it's it. a profit if it's a, if it's profitable then just keep doing it. yeah that's true we did help the bottom line because we did watch the commercials that were on during that thing so, the, yeah. so tubi's recouping their money yeah i'm pretty sure we just helped them out so and I, i'm pretty sure they didn't spend 22 million dollars on that movie i hope not yeah all right oh geez that was bad I had to take a nap after watching it. That's how bad it was. Oh, see, I came, I came right over here from finishing it. I watched, I did watch like the first. So, so thankfully, thankfully, no, not thankfully. Uh, I was watching this on Saturday, I think, uh, Saturday or Sunday, one of those days. Uh, and I had to stop watching it halfway through because I had a uh, somewhat of a minor emergency happen. Mm-hmm. And so it gave me the break I needed. And then I could finish. Then I was able to finish watching it while I was like finishing up what I was working on at work today. Uh, so I was able to split it up at least a little bit. And uh, yeah, like I said, the movie just slid off my brain, like nailing Jello to the wall. It did not stick. It's I will not remember it after this podcast is over. Yeah, definitely not until somebody reminds me. <sighs> yeah, after they remind you, they will promptly forget about this movie. Yeah, so there you go. There's there's that freaking movie. You know what I won't? If you, if you try to remind me of this movie, I'm just going to think of Iron Sky. Pro- yeah. Yeah, that'll probably be what I think of. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember that movie. The one with Nazis on the moon, right? Yeah, that was a fun <laughs> movie. And then we'll get in trouble because someone will be like, I watched the movie that you said was a good movie. It's not a good movie. <laughs> oh, shit. You know, there was no Nazis in the movie? Wait, they weren't on the moon? They were they didn't go to the center of the earth and find dinosaurs? That's one of those things. Oh, I'm ready for part three of that series to come out. It, it, someday, it someday. Happen. It needs to happen. <laughs> um I feel like I'm missing something. So uh how do you like this beer, Ryan? Oh yeah, no, I love this beer. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's so good. I uh golden stouts have been like hit or miss for me. I think I've tried one or two other golden stouts previously. Uh, one of them I liked, one of them I didn't like. This one I like the uh the Mexican chocolate one of the the devourers previously. It was like kind of like too sweet for me. Yeah. But this uh white chocolate macadamia nut, I was like worried it was gonna be try to be too kind of like sweet, like uh, because you you say white chocolate macadamia, nut, I think of the cookie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought I was gonna like try to be like that little bit time, little bit like that too much, but this actually had. And uh, I haven't looked at this on Untapped, uh, but it seems to me like it's got more of like a coffee kind of backing to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah and I really like that. I always go for the, uh, the the ones that have more of the coffee flavor. Uh, so I'm trying to see if I can pull it up and see if that's actually what is in the flavor profile. Yeah. Yeah. It has coffee. Or is. Yeah. It says it on the can, too. Uh, I read it. I read it out loud. I said coffee. Shows what I was paying attention to. If you, if you look on that so anyways yeah no i agree i mean as as soon as i had it at the brewery i was like this is so good i drank it so fast i was like i could easily get in trouble with this one it's one that i could just it doesn't feel as heavy no it's very light yeah that's the thing too it's like it's not like your standard russian imperial style it's it's not gonna like land in your uh, stomach like a like a lead weight yeah uh and because i was telling ryan it's like this is a weekday i don't know if i can drink something like very heavy because uh, uh, we have uh, several other stouts that we want to try. It's like uh, as we're rolling into like May, June, July. Of course, we're gonna have stouts during the summer. Yeah, we like to punish ourselves. I mean, <laughs> during the season, I you know I get all the stouts because I love stouts. But it's to the point where 
I have too many stouts going into the summer. Yeah, so we're going to have a summer of stouts. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, it's going to be great. We'll bring a lot of fans in here whenever we do it, too. Because we'll be... <laughs> yeah, when we break it out of sweat. Yeah. Uh, uh, ooh, I just said, uh, at the same time. That's yeah, awkward. Uh, so what would you rate this? Uh, so the rating on here already is a four, which that's pretty exciting to see on yeah. tap. That's yeah. pretty uh, That's pretty rare. Uh, I'd have to agree. I, I'd have to give it a four. I would actually give I, it I a, could actually I can I could actually bring I could actually drink this one as a regular. I'd give it a four and a half for me. Four and a half, nice. It's, it's really it out to a four point two five. That is an excellent score that from is. us truly. Uh so three nations brewing. Excellent execution on this. You guys get the seal of approval from Let's Do a Podcast. This is a great one. <laughs> yes, exactly. Blah blah blah. It's just this does not fit our podcast at all. Yeah. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> that, that's more like it. That is more like it. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Um. So our next show, if we get everything worked out correctly, we will have a guest. We will have a guest. We've been trying to make this happen for a while. I know. It, it's been a lot yeah. of back and forth and yep. figuring everything out. And it it and might... we, we may also have a special, uh, I, I don't know if it's the next one or the one after that, but when we also we may also have a special non-streaming movie uh, that we're going to be discussing as well, because it's just like, we have to discuss yeah, it. A paid, it's a pay-to-watch movie. Yeah. Um, so a lot of things coming up. I, if I remember, I'll post on the social media, but I'm very bad about that. Um, so again, this is coming out, well, today. Yeah. May As the, you're listening to us, it means may, it came out the, today. May the third be with you. So then in two weeks, hopefully we'll have our guest. If not, then it'll it'll be coming. Yeah. And I I okay, so I guess it's a our normal wrap up. I can't I can't think of what else. Yeah. Normal wrap up? Yeah, sure. All right. Ooh. All right, guys. So make sure to follow us on all the social media at Let's Do a Podcast on Facebook. Let's Instapod on Instagram. Let's tweet a pod on Twitters. Uh, let's do a podcast 22 on the YouTubes. And that's also the email. Let's do podcast 22 at gmail.com. If you ever want to contact us. Yeah. If you do some likes on the Instagram and in, tw- uh, in the Twitter, uh, then maybe I'll notice it and actually post up there. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, maybe um, you can also find the video of this on all of those places. Also on Partycast network in all of those places. Plus, twitch so uh i guess that's it i actually hit it all i remembered everything fantastic look at that so guys thank you so much for hanging out with us let's end a podcast bye bye